Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Safe Haven Project Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Boyd. <laughs> I'm actually in a really good mood. Um, even though, y'all, I sat here and recorded part two and didn't and wasn't looking at the time because, you know, it only has like a 60 minute, um, I guess, time. And so it stopped at 60 minutes and I was still talking. So I didn't know how much it saved. So I had to delete the whole recording. And this is actually another round of trying to record part two. And this time I'm like watching the clock, like really watching the clock this time. Cause that's crazy. I really talked for a whole hour and didn't get anywhere. Lord help me help your girl. So part two, part two, um, I am now in DC living my best life. I'm, I'm in DC. I was teaching, uh, I was a student teacher at pre-K four, a pre-K four classroom. Um, I had two, um, school, I didn't have two school years, but I, I had, um, uh, two white women as for as a school leader and a vice principal. The vice principal I still work with to this day, but she's just under a new role. Um, my lead teacher was a white woman who had like an ego issue because she didn't let me do anything. It was all about her. It was just weird. It was super weird time. But for the most part, I love the kids. I just love them. Really love those kids. Um that year was a testing year, um, which just meant I was I was a teacher resident, which means I was literally fighting for my job. Like I want I knew I wanted to work there at that school. They only had like one position open. It was like the fight to the death, like who's gonna get it? And I think at the time it was like five of us, um, five student teachers. And um it was just like who's gonna get it, who's gonna get it, who's gonna get it? I didn't get it, y'all. I didn't. But I um, you know, took a position being a floater for the following year where I um I what did I do I taught pre-k three um so I taught the babies the pre-k three three-year-olds and um I did that for September I mean July I mean August to December where the teacher came back and then I did um, another round of um, filling in for someone for another teacher who uh, was on maternity leave and so I did that uh, from December to June and so I um, that's how that I guess that school ended that's, that was my last time at that school at that um, early childhood school and the following year I started at the school that I'm currently in now, Lead Academy. And I've been there ever since 2013, 14, 2014. I started as a co-teacher with a very good friend of mine, Taiwana. Um, she was an amazing teacher, um, even amazing coach to me. Um, and I started at Lead Academy as a co-teacher um, half for half the year and then the other half of the year I was a, a co-teacher for another classroom because that classroom had um a lot going on and so they needed me in there and I helped with that 
And so um, that was my, you know, first year, I guess you can say teaching second grade. Um, in June, they weren't no, they had like cut the position of like co-teacher out. And so I um, wasn't sure what I was going to do next. I knew I didn't, I couldn't go back to the Bronx. Didn't want to go to the back to the Bronx. And so I took on the role of a special education teacher. And I didn't like that too much, y'all. It was a lot of paperwork, a lot of writing, a lot of meetings. I just wasn't with it. And um, half, half the year, um, unfortunately, a teacher decided that she didn't want to teach our babies no more, y'all. Our babies were too much for her. And she quit. Not even in the middle of the school year. It was like October. She quit in October. She lined the babies up in front of the office and was like, peace out, I'm out. And she left. And that was sad for me. For them, for me, I don't like that. I don't like when people be walking out on our kids like that. That's not cool. You don't walk out on our kids. They need us. But if you can't do it, then you can't do it. And um, so I decided to step up. And I was like, I volunteer as Tribune. No, that's not how it went. I, I, I walked in the office and I was like, hey, um, I will fill in as the second grade teacher. If you can just get someone to do, um, you know, the third grade special education class. And they did. They found someone. And so I was able to switch back over to second grade. And those babies that was in that class, I actually had them when they were in pre-K four. So it was like a full circle moment for me, for them, for the families. It was someone that they actually knew. And so it worked out. And so then I, the following year, I stood in that classroom, had my own class finally. It was my name on the door. It was my class, my, you know, my college home on the door. I was excited about that. I was pumped. I was ready to get it popping. And um, I had a good run in second grade, honestly. I had a good run in second grade. Um, I taught second grade for like maybe six years. And, um... I decided that I didn't want to teach anymore in 2018. I, I didn't want to teach. Um, I didn't want to teach anymore. I didn't, I, I didn't, I I felt like I had a bigger purpose. I had a bigger purpose in life and, and I wanted to leave out of the classroom. And, um, that's why I went to my school leader. I was like, Hey, you know, I want to you know, peace out of this. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to teach anymore. I want to be in leadership. I, I have a bigger purpose in life. I want to teach teachers. I want to, you know, coach them. And so at the time, she was like, yeah, that sounds like great. I'm going to, you know, coach you. I got you, sis. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. And then here it is, April 2018. She chooses someone else to be the vice principal of lower school first and second grade and I didn't like that I was bummed I was sad I was really sad about that because I thought you know I was the only one uh, who was up for the role who wanted the role Um, everyone else thought it was gonna be me and it wasn't and I was kind of bitter about that so bitter that I did some things that I'm not proud of. I purposely hoped that this person failed. 
I um, did things on purpose so this person would be mad. And I did those things to show how this person wasn't ready to be in leadership. I do. I would say that I did talk to this person, this person um, later in life. And we had a conversation. We are in good spirits. We are we do have a better relationship than what we had um, back then. And it's water under the bridge. Um, but I wasn't proud of that. I never as a black woman. Um, I never wanted to try to take someone take another black woman's crown away from them for for a selfish reason. That's not my that's not my style. That's not who I am. Even though people done it to me, I didn't want to be known as that person. And so instead of being that person, you know, I gave her her crown. I fixed it. I fixed our relationship. I said I was sorry. And I, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. You know, I, I led the team. I, you know, I led, the, I led my team, right? And I did, you know, everything she asked me to do. I was, um, and it come to find out that there were so many things that I learned from her um, that I'm grateful for. That did help me become a better leader. And I'm happy that we're in, in a better space now. And so, shout out to that person. If she will be ever listening. Shout outs to you. And so, um, the following year, um, the year 2018, um, I just tried my best to be, you know, a good leader. I I knew I wanted to be in leadership and I was like, you know, I'm ready for it. I want it. What is that I need to do? Um, I read a lot of books. I went to a lot of like professional development. I just talked to great leaders. I surrounded myself with great leaders. I just did all the things that I thought I needed to do to become a leader, and um, just do right. And so I got my chance, y'all. Got my chance. So fall 2019. Fall 2019 was my first year being a leader at Kip DC Lead Academy um, as Dean of Students. There are some things that I omitted out of my story on purpose only because um there's a lot of healing that I still have to do and I just need to do that healing by myself and not um do that healing with you guys because I want to make sure that I am in a great space to heal before I start to speak on it right and I don't want to speak on it out of anger or you know yeah out of anger anything like that I want to make sure when I speak on things I'm like in the in the headspace to speak on it and so I did admit a lot of things out of my story um and this is just like the how I got to where I am right and so when we have when I decide to do other segments on different topics then you will start to hear a lot more stories of uh you know the things I've been through all right just had to put it out there for you guys and so 2019 got my start dean of students i was y'all i was hype you can't tell me nothing you can't tell me nothing first year dean of students leadership 
here we are. Epic fail. <laughs> Epic fail. Um, it was hard. It was hard. The meetings, the paperwork, the children, the parents, managing adults, more than one, 45 of them. You know, as a leader, you know, you manage everyone technically, but I have my little crew. Um, but managing adults is hard. It's hard, y'all. Some adults are still like children. Super hard to manage adults. Um, but my first year, it was hard for me. It was really hard. It was really hard. Whew. Really, really hard. And half of it. Yeah, because 420... Full fall 2019 into 2020 yeah my first year half of it was in the building and then half of it was during COVID <laughs> during COVID and so um that was a bummer it was just hard the first half of the year was hard for me and then the second half of the year was even harder um 2020 hit and April 9th 2020 at 1:19 p.m. I lost the love of my life, my best friend. I lost my dad. Yeah, I lost him. I was so crushed, y'all. So crushed. I'm still crushed. It hasn't even been a year yet. I am. I was so crushed. I felt like my world. It just got real dark, really dark. And I didn't know how I was, I was going to keep going, how I was going to keep pushing. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't want to work no more. I, I didn't want to like, yeah, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be at home with my sister. I, that's, that's all I wanted to do. And, um. I knew that's not what he wanted for me. And I just kept pushing. I kept pushing, y'all. I just kept pushing. And so I ended a school year, uh, you know, last year in quarantine. Missing my dad. Still missing my dad. I love him so much. I miss him so much. And um, here we are. I'm in my... Oh, no, I'm not in my second year. Am I in my second year? Or am I ending my second year? Or going to end my third I don't even know these years after quarantine started i don't know the day the time the date the month the year i don't remember nothing i don't know if i'm in my second year leadership or i'm in my third my third year let me see because i started in fall 2019 fall 20 yeah so this must be my i must be in my second my second year yeah, this must be, I must be ending my second year, yeah, now. Well, this is my second year of being a leader. And um, came back for round two, year two, here we are. This is where, this is the moment, right? This is where we are, present day. Um, came back um, for year two, feeling great, feeling good. Even though we're in remote, we're in quarantine, it sucked, but I, I was prepared um, this time, I surrounded myself with great leaders, man. I met so many great leaders 
um, while I was um, away and leadership training, I guess you would call it for Kip. I met some amazing people um, and I just stuck with them. Um, I read books. I finished my master's degree finally after failing twice. Yeah, I didn't even talk about that. How I fell out of school. How I fell out of school twice. It was hard, y'all. It was so hard. It was so hard. Ugh. It was so hard. But I did it. I finished my master's degree. I was so proud of myself when I finished my master's degree. I was so proud. I was like, yo, I really sitting here with a master's. Like, what? <laughs> Um, but it also opened a lot of doors for me having a degree and, um, that's just my story, right? Like having a degree opened doors for me. Now, can I say the rest for other people? No. Can I say that people need masters or need a bachelor's to, for, for, for doors to open? No. But for me, doors opened for me when I got in my master's degree. And so... I got my master's degree. I was super ex- I was I was hype. Um you know, I had my daddy's picture with me when I took my pictures. Like I know he was so super pr- I know he's just so proud of us, me and my sisters. I don't even mem- remember if I mentioned to y'all that I have three sisters, Stephanie, Tiffany, Sabrina. Hey. I love my sisters dearly. We fight like cats and dogs, y'all, but we gen- we love each other. We do. I also have Um, Two nieces. Two nieces. I have a niece and a nephew. My nephew's name is Sean. He is 11. Um, He is my world. He was my first love, too. I just love him. And then I have Carter Rose. She is seven months. My little niece. Ooh, y'all. If y'all follow me on Instagram, man, you can see. Like, she is spicy. Oh, child, that girl's spicy. As soon as I get off of here, I'm going to definitely call her, see what's up, what sis is up to. She is spicy, y'all. <laughs> That's our little, oh, man, that little girl. But those are my nieces, my, my niece and my nephew. I'm saying nieces and nephew like somebody's having a baby. They should, though. But anyway. um, Yeah, so that's my family. And, um, yeah, I got my master's degree. Um, I was just pumped. I felt like I can do more. I can learn more. There was so much, so much for me to learn. And so I, the following June of last year, June 2020, I enrolled in the doctorate of education program. I'm currently in school, getting my doctorate's degree in educational leadership. Um... I hope and pray that one day I win the lottery and win enough money to pay off my student loans. It's real. Student loans are real. (laughs) It's so real. But I think that's the thing, too, about student loans. They don't tell you about student loans. They don't tell you about them. They don't tell you to do good in school so you can get scholarships and grants so you don't have to owe nobody. They don't tell us about these things. 
schools that teaches black and brown kids, please tell our babies about grants and scholarships, please. Because that this student loan debt is not what they want. <laughs> Absolutely not. Whew, child, I had to get that off my chest. And so, beautiful experience I'm having just being in a doctorate um, program. Um, I'm excited for it. And um, so far, so good. This is my third semester. And I just, actually, I just finished my third semester with a B plus because it was a struggle. Um, grade point average of 3.5. Trying to get to a 4.0. But, you know, I take what I can get because remember I told y'all in part one, <laughs> I take what I can get. <laughs> and so um, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And um, here we are. Present day. I was sitting at a diversity, a diversity, equity, inclusion, PD. And um, there was a speaker there. And I was staring at her. This is not recent. So for those who work at my school, this is not recent. So don't try to calculate who I'm talking about. <laughs> it wasn't recent. And so I'm sitting here, um, sitting there, just listening to her speak. She was saying some great things, things that I already knew about already and knew. Just do them for my, my research and like, you know, my years of teaching. And I was talking to my good friend. And I was like, yo, I can do what she's doing. I can do that. I can talk about family, student engagement, why it's important, why teacher retention is important. I can talk about that. I know that. I know about that. I can do that. I'm going to start a business. And of course, she hyped me up. She's like, do it, girl. Like, do it. Like, you could do it. Like, do it. And so, you know that meme was like, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. No, I ain't going to do it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. December 2020, I started the Safe Haven Project. Safe meeting, meet, safe meaning student and family engagement. And this is my baby. This is something that I know of. This is something that I know about. I've been living it my whole life. I I've been using it my whole teaching career. And I thought I thought to myself like it's finally to use everything that I know and to teach someone else. It's not good if I'm just keeping it to myself. What good is it for you know my black and brown children that I say I care so much about if I can't even spread the good news and not even the good news I'm thinking like this church not the good news but the you know all the knowledge that I um you know I acquired in my life like I have to I have to tell someone and so that's how this business started um just to share my knowledge talk to um other educators um, about how important student and family engagement is. Student and family engagement is super important, and especially now during the pandemic. Especially now during the pandemic, it's, it's extremely important. And so that's when um, my baby started. This, this started. And so I started this business, and I'm in this PhD, and, and I'm in this doctorate program. 
I'm also, you know, working at the school. A lot is on my plate. A lot is on my plate. And now my plate is so full, I cannot eat. And so, I was like, man, I need to, like, I need to, like, do something. Like, I, I something needs to go. And so, I took a leave of absence from school. I took maybe, like, a semester. I took a semester. I'm currently in my leave of absence right now. I took a leave of absence from school because someone pointed out to me, two people, by the way, pointed out to me and told me that... When I haven't fully grieved my father yet. And I have a habit of when I am in, when I get anxiety or when I am in a depressive state, I pile things on into my life so I don't have to think about it, think about what's happening. And that was real. That was real and so I took a leave of absence from school I was like you know what let me let me settle down with school let me go ahead and chill out for a bit let me work on you know what makes me happy which is this well not the podcast but the you know the business you know I was I sell t-shirts so if anyone wants to buy any of my t-shirts The link is in my bio on Instagram. And if you only follow me on Facebook, um, I will make sure that I post up the link when I'm done. Yep. And so I um, took a leave of absence from school. I tried to like figure out what I, if I wanted to also take a a leave of absence from work. Um, I just needed to deal with the real issue at hand, which is my father. And you know me just grieving and not being able to grieve him I just took on a lot of work I just took a lot of other projects just to not not to really deal with it and that's real that's a real feeling to have that's a real feeling to have I think as black women we tend to just keep pushing right we keep keep pushing and we keep pushing and we keep pushing. Not even as black women, but as women, period. Like, we just keep going. But essentially for black women, we just have to keep going. Because if we don't keep going, who's going to who's gonna do it? Who's going to do it but us? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to do it but us? And so I keep going. But also, me portraying that I'm fine had others people thinking that I was fine and gave me more than I can chew. So when I was literally having, you know, in a, in a state where I, I was just going to be, it's either this or that it came off. as like, I can't do my job. And it wasn't because I couldn't do my job. It was because one, I wasn't practicing self care. Two, I was just, packing on so much that I couldn't handle I couldn't keep I couldn't keep a handle on it like my life was out of control not like that but you know what I'm saying like it was just so much happening 
but I didn't have no one to talk to. And not when I say I don't have no one to talk to because I don't want nobody down my throat. I'm like, you can talk to me. No, not like that. But someone who doesn't know my life. I need someone like a, I need I needed someone else. Someone who didn't know me. Someone who didn't know my story just to sit and listen and just help me get through it. Just help me, guide me, give me tools, something. So that's when I'm um, transparency moment. That's what I'm dealing with now. Um, I'm still working through it, working. I'm still working through it. So send your tips, send your prayers, send your love. Um, it's a work. I'm a, I'm a work in progress, right? And so um, I started this I started this business and the vision for it was I just wanted my I would just wanted to share my wealth of knowledge about why um, student and family engagement is important and um, hopefully be able to do what other people are doing to go to other, to go to different schools and share their they knowledge and like inspire and empower and, and uplift others that's my goal um we have a lot of black and brown babies who are suffering in school systems. The prison, the, the school to prison pipeline is real. And we need to take a hold of our babies. Because if we don't, then who will? And um, so one day, because I do all of my thinking between the hours of 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. Because I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm always thinking. And I was like, yo, this posting to Instagram, con- like posting content is draining. It's so draining, y'all, to do. Always got to, the researching, the the making things pretty, putting things out often. That was a lot. And so I was listening to an educational podcast and I was like, Another light bulb, another light bulb came to my head and I was like, yo, instead of trying to like post content onto Instagram, I can just start a podcast and like talk and just talk. It's easier. I thought, I think, I think it's easier. I don't want to say it's easy as not, but it's just easier to sit with my phone like I'm doing now with the TV on and talk to people like if we're on the phone, right? Like, and so that's when the student, student, this is, that's when the Safe Haven Project podcast started at 4 a.m. I did my little picture. I signed up for the Anchor app. (laughs) I did my trailer. I did all this before work (laughs) and I launched it and I even like did my first episode while at work and I (laughs) I did it while at work and um, here we are episode two of how did I get here and like I said there was a lot of pieces that I uh, purposely omitted because I, those pieces are important. For instance, um, being black in the workplace, um, there was a lot of things that happened 
to me. There was a lot of people, a lot of things that was said to me. I seen, I witnessed a lot of things happen in the workplace, not just in schools, but I know there's other people who are, who felt, who are feeling the way I'm feeling about being black in the workplace. And so that's going to be a segment. Um, I have a segment that I'm working on with, um, my, I want to say, I don't want her to know, but my mama, (laughs) my mama, I want to bring my mom up to the show. I want her to tell her story about how um, she started as a stay-at-home mom taking care of us um, and how now she's um, in her master's degree program and she's also a pre-K teacher. Um, So she has lots to say and also getting her insight of like, her being a parent, her being a parent and what it means to um, raise kids in the school system and the things that she was looking for or the things she didn't have. I also want to bring up um, some of my good friends, the island. I'm just going to say the island. <laughs> they um, have some great insights um, around policy um, and educational policy. So I want to bring them up and then I have some other people that I want to, you know, bring up to interview and talk to. So I have a whole show. I have a whole thing for y'all. I have some great things coming up. And so here we are. This is where I'm at. That's the end of how did I get here? Um, part one and part two. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I had lots of fun today. I hope you got in a um, a lot of insight of who I am, or at least a professional who I am. And you're probably gonna get more. Of my mama come up because if you know my mom, my mom would tell it all. <laughs> and uh, and you get to meet some of my dope friends and people that I met along the way. And so. This is another episode of the Safe Haven Project Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Boyd. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for liking, sharing, and commenting under my post. If you're not following us, me, please follow me at, um, at Safe Haven Project LLC on Instagram and what else I got happening what else what else I got what else I got I think that's all but thank you I love you all and bye